Welcome to Analytics for You podcast. If you want to listen our Spanish version, skip to minus 26. Bienvenidos a Analytics for You podcast. Si quieren escuchar nuestra versión en español, pueden brincar al minuto 26. Welcome, guys, to a new episode of the Analytics for You podcast. This is a space to talk about technology, digital solutions, and analytics in the healthcare field. My name is Marian Montero. I am here with Ruben and Jorge Ortiz, our special guests for today. How are you doing, guys? Doing great. How are I'm you, Jorge and Marian? I'm doing amazing, and um, it's great to be here. It's great to, uh, you know, be able to talk with you guys about uh some really interesting topics um and honestly it, it's it's a great opportunity so thank you yeah this is gonna be uh for the audience a little bit of a time travel episode because uh we're doing a, a special edition podcast today to talk a little bit about the rsna which is a big convention in chicago and uh jorge's joining us and then you'll realize that uh his first actual appearance happens about a week or two later in, uh, in the next podcast. So you'll get to meet Jorge before you meet Jorge. <laughs> it's, it's okay. You, you can call me the doctor. Right. <laughs> doctor who, right? Travel doctor back who, and forth. Yes. <laughs> Today we have a special question. Do you like concerts? Um, which has been the best concert you have been to so far? Jorge, you answer it first. Okay. I, Terrible with concerts. <laughs> okay, um, so I gotta think. <laughs> and, and I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be entirely honest. I do not like concerts. Um, I do not prefer going uh, and being with a lot of people. But there are definitely uh, certain bands that I would, I would die to go to a concert for. Uh, normally, there would be uh, metal or rock bands, um, Linkin Park. Uh, maybe some obviously I can't do Linkin Park anymore but uh, something like Megadeth or Metallica stuff like that uh, but what the best con the only honestly uh, concert that I went to uh, as an adult was for uh, I can't it was a it was um, it wasn't Steve Aoki it was the other guy oh Dead uh, Dead Mouse the when oh was it Dead Mouse oh the DJ one of the yeah, famous yeah. DJs yes. yeah. yeah yeah and it, it was like one of, it, it it was either Dead Mouse or Steve Aoki I really can't remember which one but it was his birthday um, and it was a great concert they had here and they, they, we had a great time but. Uh, it's the, the the feeling of just being so over overwhelmed with people is is it 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 can get to me you know. And that was in Puerto Rico. Uh yeah, that was in twenty twenty fifteen or sixteen, I think. Okay. okay. Some time ago, yeah. Pre pandemic, pre pandemic days. So. Yes. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I see, Steve. Oh, that, uh, but that must have been fun. Be... I mean, even like you said, I mean, you may be overwhelmed with a lot of people, but it still must have been a, a fun fun no, concert because no. those it... those guys are incredible. It definitely was fun. The energy was amazing. The music uh, was incredible and everything. Um, for sure, like it's an it's an experience that no matter who you are, you I should you should definitely go to a concert at least once and you know have the experience of 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 
just being there and and being able to share this uh, amazing music with other people and people that you know that you like and and are are with at that moment. My friends were with me. And we were uh, having a ton of fun. We met some other friends there. It was just it was an amazing time. Um, even even if I'm not a, a concert person, so yeah, right, very cool. I as well am not at all a concert person. In fact, <laughs> I think my first concert was Bon Jovi, but not back in the day. Uh, I think it was, I mean, back in the day is, is relative already because I think it was about 20 years ago, but that's about 20 years after his, you know, big, big, huge hit. It's, yeah. So, yeah, so uh, that was my first concert. And then for a long time, I didn't go to any other concerts. Uh, my wife loves, loves going to concerts, but then she never goes because I don't like going. And, uh, and then the last few years, uh, I've, I've been going a little bit more concerts. And uh, the, we had one, and we went to one in a, in a, ba- in a baseball field. Actually, we, did, we went to two recent ones. Uh, one was at a baseball field, and it was um, Billy Joel. And it was awesome because mm-hmm. not only is he awesome, but the, the venue was a baseball field. So I love that. You know, I love baseball as it is. So mm-hmm. a concert at a baseball field felt amazing. And then at a football field in Miami, uh, the, the baseball field was in Cleveland. And the football field was in Miami. We went and caught um, the Poison and uh, one of the three bands that were touring that they were supposed to tour before the pandemic. And then they, everything got put on hold. And these three 80s bands toured together. Uh, oh, a blank for that. Poison was one of them. That, yeah. yeah, Poison was one of them. And the, I'm forgetting what the other two were. But I got to say, that was a lot of fun. Because again, you're in this football field with about 40 or 50,000 people. And it was really, everybody knows most of the songs that we're playing. So it was great. It was great. And, yeah. uh, and then... Yeah, and and that's but that's about it for, for me with concerts. I'm not I'm not a big uh, big fan of concerts. And uh, so, how about you, Maria? Which one was your favorite experience at a concert? In my case, I love concerts. This year, I went to several of my favorite artists, but without Adal, the one I liked the most was saying the Coldplay band Live. Right. That concert. Live was a musical experience full of magic and energy (laughs) that's awesome i enjoyed so much yeah cold play bon jovi those i'm sorry um bon jovi not bon jovi billy joel these are uh very spectacle uh types of artists like they they but and and i love it because their songs are are a little bit slower but they're spectacle man their concerts are always so spectacular At least from what I've seen, obviously, <laughs> I haven't gone, but yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Actually, I just remembered that I, I went to um, uh, a small concert for the band Fun, F-U-N, uh, period. Actually, I guess it was F-U-N, period. And that they were one of my favorite bands. They broke up after they, they had a few hits. And I, I just loved it because it was a small venue. It was like only a thousand people maybe at, the, at that venue. And he spent m- most of the concert uh, introducing every song and talking to us as if we were his best friends, you know, and it, it was just fun. <laughs> fun <awesome>. was fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That really is. I encountered oh, our produce, producer, Emily, there. And we both... Yeah, you guys both went to the concert. I remember that very well because <laughs> I, was in, I was in the Dominican Republic and the next morning I come in and you guys were still high from the concert and high in happiness. <laughs> yes. So you were both very happy. 
and and since you both you're both much younger than I am, you were you did not have a hangover or anything, which I would have had if I had gone to a concert. Because I think it went. You told me it went past midnight. So <laughs> yeah, I would have. Yeah. I wouldn't. I would not have been able to even show up to the office that day if I had gone to that concert. <laughs> yeah, I, it, it's me, and I don't go out past ten at this point. Right. <laughs> we love carplay, <laughs> but let's get into it. Um. Ruben, last week you went to RSNA. How was it? Yes, Mariel, I did go to RSNA. For those that don't know, RSNA is actually the Radiological Society of North America. And they have a convention every year. It's an interesting uh, convention in that it always happens. It begins on the Sunday after Thanksgiving. So it's very odd because, you know, you, you spend your Thanksgiving and then that Friday or Saturday you're flying uh, and all radiologists know about this convention and everybody loves it, but everybody dreads it because, you know, you, you finish your, your meal and you're, or, you know, you're planning how you're going to leave your family. Still while everybody else is enjoy- that, that's right. While everybody else is enjoying a long weekend, you're, you're getting ready to go to work. Um, so it, it's always in Chicago as well. And the first thing that uh, I can say this year is that the weather was, for me, it was great. It was in the 40s. And that, that makes a huge difference. Sometimes we go to Chicago and it's in the 20s and windy and it's cold and it's miserable and, and gray. Uh, we've also had years, I remember one year in particular where it was in the 60s. So it was unbelievable. Uh, this year was somewhere in the middle and it was, for me, it's great. I can, I can, I enjoy very much a 40 degree weather. So, um, Every year we go to Chicago for the RSNA convention on the first Sunday, on the Sunday right after Thanksgiving, just for, for everybody in the, in the audience. And the show is something that, honestly, you can't describe. You, you'd have to go see it. It's so massive. It's so big. Every big company is there. Every small company is there. Everyone has uh, this, this incredible booth showcasing all the um, new advances in radiology. Uh, this year, Siemens launched, I think, three new systems. So a new uh, three Tesla, uh, C- the Sima X, a new seven Tesla MRI system, the uh, Terra X, and then a new MR system that's uh, 100% oriented towards being in a in a mobile uh, capacity to be being used in a mobile capacity okay. called the uh, Magneton Mobile. Uh, and that's just Siemens. I mean, every other company launches new products as well. And, uh, and it's, it's I, like I said, it's just too hard to, to honestly describe. You, you, you have to see it to, to really understand it. In fact, we had one person uh, that went this year from, from our office in Puerto Rico, Janice. And Janice was blown away. And uh, it's, it's incredible. Then we also had uh, a, a, another Jorge, a different Jorge than you. Uh, to from from the Guatemala office, and he was of course going there for his first time, and he was he was just blown away as well. Um, you could you could actually walk. Uh, in fact, uh, uh, first of all, it's this is held at the McCormick Convention Center in in Chicago, and that building is a, the biggest convention center in the world. Okay, by square footage. And if you, you can, they used, they used to, just to, to get a perspective of how big it is, they used to have hold, or maybe they still do, and I, I haven't paid attention, but uh, 
they they have a or they used to have a 5k race so 3.1 miles inside of the convention center every year mostly for chicagoans but you know some people that wanted to travel could also you know go in but uh, so if you it, it, it's that big that you can you know you can run 3.1 miles inside of it and and still not cover the entire facility so for the show you don't cover all that distance but still if you wanted to go to every booth and stop in every booth for at least five minutes, I guarantee you it would take you a couple of days to get it done. And it's just, if you only, if you really restricted yourself to five minutes or less on every booth, there's probably, ah, I want to say yeah, maybe 300 or 400 booths uh, there that, that you can, that you can visit. So it is an amazing experience. Uh, I, it's very tiring. And, you know, when you go every year, it's, it, it can be repetitive, but it is, it's worth going because you see every new thing that's coming up and you get to exchange, you know, have uh, great conversations with, with a lot of people that sometimes you only see there for the convention once a year. Um, I enjoy that, that aspect of it very much. I enjoy going to Chicago very much uh, for it. Uh, and uh, when you have good weather, like we did this year, it's even better. Now, let me walk you through just a quick, typical day there. So uh, you wake up. Now, nowadays, the, the booths open uh, at, at around 10 a.m. So they used to open earlier than that, uh, but it's still now about, uh, now it's at 10 a.m. So as an exhibitor, though, you, you can go in earlier. So you, you, you're given a badge and, that, and it lets you go in earlier. Uh, and when you... When you go in, like I said, there's all these booths, so you can you can go see. You're not really supposed to go into the competitor booths, uh, but at the end of the day, nobody's really going to stop you. But I, I ethically speaking, I, I try not to do that. Uh, you do walk by them and you look at everything. Uh, I, I just don't think it's appropriate to walk into their booths. So that eliminates a few a few booths, but that's still maybe only half a dozen or a dozen booths. Uh, so you have to really be uh, pretty targeted as to what you want to do. To th- this year, uh, I was very much targeted as, as to the artificial intelligence side of things. And they probably had about, I want to say 25 or 30 booths this year, about with the with uh, companies that are talking about artificial intelligence is really awesome so say let's say i got there around nine i uh, walked in started talking and and inspecting that first day you it's so in a sense overwhelming there's so much stuff so you i, I went in and i looked and they organized all the artificial intelligence booths in one one corner of the of one of the buildings so i went in and i looked at all the different booths they're also doing some some uh, what they call showcase events. So they have people make presentations and from the different companies. So you get to see all those presentations. The first day I was I was pretty uh, concentrated on looking at the booths and seeing some of the specific uh, uh, presentations that they were making. In the, in the process, you also have other meetings that you have to go to, sometimes with customers or sometimes with our own suppliers. So. Uh, you know, I get pulled out of there or, and, and you walk. And again, when, you, when you're walking to a specific location, it may, it may be a 300, 400 meter walk, so quarter mile walk. It's, it's a two or three minute or four or five minute walk. Uh, and so you have to plan accordingly. So you go to the meeting and then I would come back. So I, I kept doing that for that first day, going back and forth. By the third day, though, I was pretty, you know, I, can, I kind of blocked everything off and I went to all all the artificial intelligence boots that I could make it. 
that I could that I could have time. And so I went in and I looked at almost every product that they were doing. And I gotta tell you, and we're, we're gonna do a lot of uh, a lot of talking about this, you know, in, in in future episodes. But what's coming with artificial intelligence is really awesome. It's really awesome, and there is no show on earth literally like like you know the greatest show on earth well this is like the greatest show on earth to see those things if you didn't go there and see it yeah you missed it uh, because otherwise you know the other way to see it is to go online and call or you know figure out all 20 or 30 companies and even when you do a google search a lot of these companies don't even show up and so you know it's i love you know going to the rsna and being able to to see this new technology and how how it's progressing and how it's coming up and all that so uh, so that's a typical one day and then all the way through three days <laughs> uh, on how <laughs> how it goes at the RSNA. That's really awesome. And, and honestly, it, I find it really interesting that a lot of what they talk about, because I, I, I don't know a lot about the RSNA, of course. I, you know, I'm new in this entire world of uh, radiology and everything. But looking at their website and looking through their, uh, through their goals, through their visions, it's very interesting to me. I find uh, that it's mostly concentrated on education, you know, on educating uh, people, educating others, uh, other professionals, other, uh, they even have like, they even say they they have like credits for, for doctors, you know, for continuing education and stuff like that. Um, And that's, that's something that's really awesome, because, or or to me, it's really awesome, because I I feel like we don't get enough uh, conventions or, 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 or places where we get to talk about, uh, you know, all of our radio, all the radiological knowledge, or all the medical knowledge uh, that you can put together, and and just like uh, make think tanks. You know, a lot of the a lot of the conventions you see around are usually uh, just like companies making a, a product uh, presentation or stuff like that. Um, and for sure, it sounds it sounds very interesting. It sounds. It sounds much more interesting going to the RSNA than going to, you know, than any other sort of convention I've heard about uh, the specific medical field. You are 100% correct in that it, it primarily is an educational organization. And that exactly like you said, the continuing education credits are a big component of what they do. And if you, every year, you know, our, our, our fellow doctors have to uh, ga- gather uh, a certain amount of continuing education credit, so it's yeah. uh, it's it's very good to go to the the RSNA and just get them all there. If you if you um, look at their at their agenda and you know and their and their schedule of events, they they have every hour has one you know seminar or more, uh, and and well actually more because you usually have like three or four per hour, and okay. so and some of them are even shorter, and then some of them are a little bit longer. But yes, I mean you could you could get in probably. A half a dozen to to you know only time would be a delimiter right so you would probably get maybe like eight or, or ten courses every day if you went there and then for three days i mean 30 30 courses i don't i don't know that you need to get that many to get all your continuing education credit but uh, if you wanted to they're there for you and that's that's exactly what uh what the rsna and that doesn't even begin to cover the fact that if you go to the booths, you know, you're, you're definitely going to run out of time and you're not going to be able to do everything that you want to do. Yeah. And, and, and talking about artificial intelligence, I, I, I like, I, I know a lot of people hear artificial intelligence and uh, they think about this uh, Terminator future where artificial intelligence has taken over the world. Right. Um, 
And it's very, it's very important to, that, that people also understand that artificial intelligence is just, it, it's, it's the advancement because of the fact that if you have something that can learn while it's doing a process, especially medical processes, uh, it can learn based on the different patients, based on the different uh, needs, because our bodies are so incredibly unique, um, that it can even, like, artificial intelligence in the medical field is basically going to be the, the, the well, what makes or breaks the the future of medicine, right? Because of the fact that uh, we're going to be learning, so, or the machines are going to be learning so much about our, about uh, the patients themselves that uh, when something can go wrong, the machine would be able to detect it. Like uh, a lot of malpractice suits happen because of things like uh, obviously, uh, you know, uh, incorrect information being spread uh, or being uh, transmitted, and that's something that artificial intelligence can definitely. Uh, break apart and just like go no this is the information and I know this because I've learned from all of these other millions of experiences that I've already done uh, that this is the way that this person can do it with this specific etc cetera, etc cetera. and it, that unique that uniqueness that comes with artificial intelligence is what uh, what's really moving it to the future is what I would say Absolutely, 100%. You're the man. You understand this. Uh, that's exactly what I've always argued. Let's not, con let's not concentrate on this uh, dystopian futures of artificial intelligence. Instead, let's look at the utopian uh, parts of it. Uh, in fact, uh, I saw one of the presentations that I was talking about in, in this uh, showcase uh, theater that they had, and this doctor was very upfront and very uh, candid. He's a radiologist. He uh, specializes in mammography. He's, he has his own radiologist radiology group and and, uh, and their, their own mammography practice. And he brought up about four cases where he said, if I had read this just myself, I would have missed these findings that the artificial intelligence engine was able to see differently than I was looking at it. Uh, and because of that, I was able to diagnose cancer uh, situations, cancerous situations earlier than I would have. Because he said, in all cases, I, I would have seen the, the, sus the suspicious finding, but I, I would have told the patient to come back for a follow-up a year later. And in, in two other cases, he said a year later would have been too late. Uh, the other two cases, they certainly, it would have been, he, he suspects it would have been okay if they came back a year later, uh, but why take the chance? And yeah. the, the artificial engine really captured it, made him think twice about uh, what he was looking at. And he said it was very, very eye-opening in the fact that the his primary images that he looks at uh, did not point in his mind to to uh, anything that was more than just something that should be followed up on. But then, because the engine told him these these are you know you should take a further look at them, he had he then went to a certain uh, another set of images that that he uses he would have used as a backup. And and when he looked at those more thoroughly, he said, "Okay, yeah, there's there's definitely something here that I should that I should follow up. Not one year from now, but you know, an hour from now." And I, I, was, I was blown away. I was blown away because he was very humble about it. You know, he was like, uh, "I could have been arrogant and and completely ignored what the uh, engine was telling me," and, and I was I'm very happy that I did not. So that's those things are coming. And as you said, Jorge, it's because. The engine gets to see a million of these images, uh, whereas it doesn't matter how, you know, how advanced or how uh, experienced you are, 
you're you're probably never going to be able to really keep and i'm sorry and it says it sees a million of them and actually keeps them active in the database mm-hmm. whereas our human mind can no matter how many whether we've seen if we've seen 10 million of them we're probably only keeping a thousand in our in our brain you know at any one time just because yeah. that's the way we work and and the computer doesn't that has no limit so it's awesome i i love it i i think it's going to be a, a boom uh, to to have them have the have the systems help us out and uh, it's going to be, I mean, I, I, I used it in, I mentioned it in another episode, but not now you don't, you don't drive somewhere without a GPS. We used to use maps and because we used to use written maps, we used to make a lot of mistakes in the routes that we used to take. Now you just put it on the GPS and the GPS gives you three or four routes and you decide, you know, it tells you which one is the most optimal. And it also makes adjustments on the way there because it, it accounts for traffic and it accounts for other situations that you would have never accounted for when you were doing uh, with a pa- working with a paper map. And that's artificial intelligence. I mean, there, mm-hmm. there's, you, that's the way, that's what the computer is saying. And it's making adjustments and it's thinking think th- things through that you're not capable of doing. Uh, and we're not afraid of that. So why would we be afraid of using it in other contexts? Right, exactly. I agree. That's what the RSNA is all about, Mariel. So thank you for the question. Thank you, Ruben, for sharing your knowledge about RSNA with us. This is a wrap for today. Thank you for joining and stay tuned for upcoming episode. Goodbye. See you See later. <laughs>
no prefiero estar rodeado de gente, no prefiero ese revolú de gente, ¿verdad? Eh, pero sí, los que, los que he ido me han gustado y el, el, el más que, eh, ¿verdad? El más que me, me impactó reciente, digamos, hace unos años, eh, fue el de Steve Aoki o Ted Mouse, no me acuerdo, uno de los, de los DJs, uno de los DJs bien famosos eh, para esos tiempos. Eh, pero nada, era su cumpleaños, me acuerdo que fue aquí en el centro de convenciones en Puerto Rico, eh, fue una excelente experiencia, todas las amistades estábamos ahí, la pasamos súper bien, la, eh, nos encontramos más amistades y, y el ambiente, todo lo que era, eh, simplemente la, el, la diversión eh, era excelente. Eh, pero claro, ¿verdad? Como digo, o sea, en muchas personas, ese ambiente bien, 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 eh, bien construido, bien como que cerrado. Eh, pues me, me causó un poquito de estrés, pero, pero excelente, excelente. Yo igual tampoco me gustan los conciertos, no necesariamente por, por la razón de que haya mucha gente, sino que eh, yo he sido, yo soy fanático de, de, de todos eh, géneros de música, y no, pero nada mega fanático de ninguno, entonces eh, realmente eh, ir a un concierto pues nunca me ha traído mucha mucha atracción, eh, el primero que fui tiene que haber sido un concierto, si mal no recuerdo, fue un concierto de Bon Jovi, pero ya hace 20 años, que es como 20 años después de su, de su primer auge, así que ya él, ya, ya él era, de, de, era, éramos los viejos que estábamos allí viendo, ¿no? en comparación, ¿verdad?, cuando estábamos jovencitos escuchándolos originalmente. Y sí he ido a uno a dos conciertos recientes que me han llamado mucho la atención, uno de Billy Joel en, en el parque de pelota de Cleveland eh, me encantó el que era en el parque de pelota y que era Billy Joel y todo así que eso estuvo muy bueno y entonces eh, un concierto que se me escapan las otras dos bandas pero eran tres bandas conocidas de los 80 una era Poison y fue en el parque, en el parque de fútbol de Miami eh, y también estuvo muy chévere porque también era outdoors con mucha gente eh, y fue un, una experiencia bastante eh, inolvidable así que, pero eh, también fui a uno en, una, en un, eh, mucho más pequeño un venue más pequeño, que era, yo creo que no habría ni, qué sé yo, ni, ni mil personas tal vez eran 500 o 600 personas de una banda que a mí me encanta se llama Fun, F-U-N y, y fue muy fun ir a verlos a ellos, porque eh, al ser tan pequeño, pues el, el cantante se pasó la mitad del concierto hablando, explicándonos las orígenes de las canciones y sus experiencias y sus viajes y todo eso, pues se sintió muy, muy personal y muy privado. El, la, el, y además a mí me encantaba su, su música, así que la pasé muy bien en eso. Pero en general no soy eh, gran fanático de, de los conciertos. ¿Y tú, Mariel? A mí me encantan los conciertos. O sea... Yo he ido muchísimo, que por cierto fui a uno de Steve Awoki, Awoki como, como se menciona, sí, sí. aquí en República Dominicana. Y este año yo fui a varios conciertos de los artistas que más me gustan, pero sin duda alguna el concierto que más he, he disfrutado es un concierto que se hizo aquí de Coldplay, la banda Coldplay. Eh, fue una experiencia maravillosa, llena de magia y una energía increíble. Nunca había ido a un concierto con una energía tan bonita, <ríe> que se sintiera tan, tan lindo. Me encontré con Emily, por cierto, en ese concierto. Y 
lo disfruté bastante. Ha sido el mejor, sin duda alguna. Me recuerdo muy bien de ustedes dos al otro día porque estaba, yo estaba en la oficina allá de República Dominicana y llegaron todavía contentísimas del, uh -huh. del concierto y lo único que, que yo pensaba era yo si, si yo hubiese ido a ese concierto que terminó aparentemente muy tarde, no creo que hubiese llegado a la oficina el otro día y ustedes estaban fresquecitas como, como si hubiesen pasado una noche durmiendo desde las 8 de la noche y yo, no, 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 yo no puedo. La juventud. Sí, exacto, la juventud sin duda. Así que este, me alegro mucho que lo hayan disfrutado porque esas bandas son, son siempre chéveres verlas en persona. Así es, así que todos... Deben de ir a un concierto de Coldplay, por favor. Ay, de visitar un concierto en general, como que la experiencia es, es otra cosa y eh, te guste o no te guste, el tener la experiencia es, es lo, que, lo, que, lo que importa en ese caso. Así sí, es. Estoy de acuerdo, sin duda alguna. Pero nada, vamos a entrar en el tema del día de hoy. Eh, la semana pasada, Rubén, estuviste en el RSNA, como serían sus siglas en español. ¿Puedes contarnos cómo te fue en este evento? Sí, es primero que nada para los que no conozcan, esa es la Sociedad Radiológica de Norteamérica. Ellos todos los años hacen una convención en Chicago. Eh, es muy peculiar en que siempre es en Chicago, uno, y dos, es siempre el fin de semana, el justo después del de día de Acción de Gracias. Y que ese jueves de Acción de Gracias, ya sabes que el viernes o el sábado vas a viajar a Chicago y esta convención es gigante, es mundial, todo el mundo en radiología la conoce y eh, vienen de todas partes, desde Japón hasta, hasta Sudamérica a, a venir a la convención. Así que ya tú sabes que ese viernes o sábado vas a estar viajando para estar el domingo al principio de la, de la convención. Eh, Chicago es una ciudad excelente y este año se sintió más excelente porque las temperaturas estaban muy moderadas, estaban entre los 40 y los 50, lo cual es eh, inusual, pero para la temporada, eh, aunque a veces a través de los años que he ido, pues nos ha pasado anteriormente que hasta hemos estado en los 60, pero igualmente puede estar en los 20 grados. Por, eso, por, por supuesto, todas estas temperaturas las estoy diciendo en, en Fahrenheit, no en Celsius. Eh, así que este año estaba muy, muy ameno, y eh, es una experiencia honestamente increíble, muy difícil de escribirla, porque tienen que haber unos 400 o 500 eh, exhibiciones, booths de las diferentes compañías. Cuando uno llega es eh, realmente impresionante y uno se siente minúsculo, no, no piensa que puede verlas todas, porque... El Centro de Convenciones de Chicago es el más grande del mundo y esa convención ocupa probablemente tres cuartas partes del, del Centro de Convenciones de lo grande que es. Así que desde que uno llega ya, ya uno sabe que va a ser, van a ser unos días largos, unos días con mucho aprendizaje, con mucha innovación y con muchas cosas nuevas que ver. Y eso es lo más que a mí me gusta del RSNA, es llegar y ver todas las cosas nuevas. Todas las compañías planifican y, y, y se preparan para hacer sus anuncios anuales en el RSNA. Por ejemplo, Siemens lanzó tres nuevos MRIs. El Terra X, que es un MRI de siete Teslas. La versión 2 del Terra X, porque ya ellos tenían la primera versión. Esta es la segunda versión que sacan del Terra X. Lanzaron también el Sima eh, X, que es un 3 Tesla muy avanzado. Y el Magneto Móvil, que es una, un eh, magneto eh, diseñado para eh, estar en, eh, en uso móvil. 
eso, eh, igual que ellos, pues todo, muchas de las otras compañías, eh, si no todas, de alguna manera u otra sacan eh, un producto o múltiples productos nuevos. Así que es muy excitante porque sabes que vas a llegar a esta convención y vas a ver un montón de cosas nuevas que, que no existían eh, o que no se habían anunciado ¿verdad? Hasta, hasta ese día. <ríe> ese es uno de los, de los grandes eh, aspectos del, de la escena y el otro es que es, un, es una convención muy educacional en términos de que como sabes que va a haber nuevas tecnologías, pues te puedes, puedes enfocarte en ellas. Así que un día típico para mí en el RSNI es, el, la, los, las exhibiciones abren a, ahora abren a las 10, antes abrían más temprano, pero este año abren a las 10, abren a las 10. Nosotros como exhibidores podemos entrar antes, así que yo llegaba como a las 9 y entro a la convención empiezo a mirar, por ejemplo, el primer día miro todas las diferentes exhibidores que hay y, y, y trato de, de tener un, una vista a alto nivel de todos los productos y todo lo que hay para, y entonces alternas entre poder ver esas cosas y otra, otro sinnúmero de responsabilidades que tienes, reuniones con tus suplidores, reuniones con clientes, eh, reuniones que, que con uno mismo, ¿verdad? con compañeros de la, de la oficina en ciertas cosas que estemos, que estemos trabajando, así que vas alternando entre ver las, las cosas que, que tienes pensado enfocarte y, y, y alimentarte de y los compromisos que tienes, pero ya para el tercer día tenía, traté de hacer todo lo posible para bloquear las demás distracciones, y no que sean distracciones, sino compromisos, es mejor dicho, los otros compromisos, y entonces enfocarme en la parte de Artificial Intelligence. Y este año habían como 25 o 30 eh, exhibidores de Artificial Intelligence, para mí fue muy gratificante ver la, el sinnúmero de, cosas, de avances que se han hecho en el área de Artificial Intelligence. Algunos en la sección que están todos eh, agrupados también ponen un, un stage y te dejan, les dejan hacer ciertas presentaciones, eh, lo cual es muy, muy bueno porque puedes ver ¿verdad? los avances que ellos, cada uno de ellos están queriendo te comunicar. Y eh, no hay lugar en el mundo como la SNA para poder ver esas cosas. Si, si no lo viste este, este año en el RSNA de Chicago, o sea, en, en la versión del 2022 del RSNA de Chicago, es muy probable que te puedas pasar el año completo y no vas a ver esas 25 o 30 compañías eh, de nuevo. O sea, que, ¿por, qué? ¿por qué? Porque no las la vas a tener que buscar en el Internet. Muchas veces, a veces ni aparecen bien en el Internet porque no, están, no está optimizado para los searches. Eh, no van a salir, no van a estar en otras convenciones. Así que, o, o tal vez estén en unas convenciones muy específicas y no vas a poderlos eh, ver porque la única oportunidad real que tenías era en el RCNA y a mí me encanta eso estuve eh, muy, muy contento de, de ver la, los avances que había en este año el RCNA es una experiencia de nuevo muy gratificante, pero es una experiencia que no se puede describir a menos que la que participes en él. Y de, de encuentro, fíjate, encuentro bien interesante eso que, que mencionaste, porque de, de la educación y, y de el, la educación continua que ellos ofrecen, porque eh, estoy viendo, bueno, yo, yo no sé mucho de, de la RCN, ¿verdad? Si uno más o menos no en este mundo de, de lo que sería radiología, sin embargo, eh, mirando, ¿verdad?, su, su página y viendo las diferentes estrategias y visiones que ellos presentan. Eh, todo tiene que ver o mucho tiene que ver con lo que es la educación, lo que educar y, y, y llevar ese conocimiento eh, radiológico, ¿verdad? A las personas que lo necesitan y es bien interesante ver eso, pues, ver una convención que no se, no se dedica solamente a lo que sería las ventas o solamente a la promoción, 
eh, de productos, sino que también a, a, a enseñarle a, pues, a, a las personas que van a estar utilizando este equipo y estar salvando vida, eh, cómo hacerlo. Y eso, eso lo encuentro súper interesante, en verdad. Y, y tienes toda la razón. Eh, primero que nada, es una organización con, con esa meta, esa meta educacional. Así que si vas al RSNA, a la convención, ¿verdad? que normalmente es simplemente un, una, una reunión anual que ellos hacen eh, sobre, una, sobre una organización que es existente a través de todo el año, uh -huh. ellos todos los días tienen y todas las horas tienen tres o cuatro diferentes cursos con educación continua. Así que si uno, eh, todos los médicos y, y, la, y personal eh, en la salud tiene que, que renovar sus créditos de educación continua anualmente y podrían cumplir con todos sus requisitos eh, en el RCNI exclusivamente. O sea que, eh, es más, si, si, decidiera, si decidieran hacer eso, pues honestamente no les daría tiempo ni siquiera ir a ver las exhibiciones porque la realidad es que tienen tantos y tantos cursos que los podrías, podrías estar todas las ocho horas del día tomando diferentes cursos y, aprendi y aprendiendo. Igualmente, si no vas a ninguno de los cursos, pero vas a ver los exhibidores, pues vas a aprender un montón también, porque eh, eh, ahí es donde estás viendo la nueva tecnología y las nuevas, los nuevos desarrollos que pasan eh, todos los años basados en, la, en lo que estas compañías están eh, creando. Pero, sí. Así que, muy, muy astuto, de, muy, muy buena observación de tu parte de, de reconocer que esto no es solamente ¿verdad? Ir, a, ir, a, ir a ver, sino es ir a aprender. Sí, no, y, y, y lo que mencionaste también de la inteligencia artificial que te, que te llamó la atención, eh, yo siento que mucha gente cuando mencionamos inteligencia artificial, ¿verdad? Se, eh, piensan en un, un futuro apocalíptico, que la inteligencia artificial nos controla un Terminator, cosas así. Eh, pero, ¿verdad? Eh, no, no, no vemos o, o no se habla mucho de lo que es en verdad la inteligencia artificial en el sentido de que es solamente una máquina que va aprendiendo, ¿verdad? Y, y eh, entonces eh, eso ayuda en lo que serían los procesos más, eh, más programáticos, más eh, que los doctores tienen que hacer todo el tiempo, todo el tiempo, todo el tiempo. Y eh, no es lo mismo que una, ¿verdad? Una... una una computadora que está aprendiendo con millones sobre millones de casos que tú le estás entrando eh, de diferentes personas, de diferentes niveles de todo, ¿verdad? Como nuestros cuerpos son tan, tan, tan únicos y tan especiales, de, tenemos tantas condiciones específicas y tantas, eh, tanto todo bien específico, que, ¿verdad? Como digo, no es lo mismo que el doctor eh, que pues le transmiten una información que a lo mejor no está completa, eh, a lo mejor él necesita otra información que, que pues en verdad no, no existe en ese momento porque nadie la tomó, pero una, ¿verdad? una máquina que ya ha visto millones sobre millones sobre millones de casos y se queda con esos casos en mente eh, puede pues, resolver el problema eh, de una forma que tú ni, ni, ni hubieras pensado y, ¿verdad? y eso es de, de lo que se está hablando de la inteligencia artificial, no es tanto el, el eh, simplemente el, el usarla para aprender cómo, ¿verdad? cómo controlar todo, sino que es un, un, definitivamente un movimiento que yo pienso que será eh, ¿verdad? el futuro de la medicina por el simple hecho de tantas vidas que se pueden salvar con esos conocimientos. Yo estoy muy, muy, muy entusiasmado con los avances que vamos a ver en la, y que estamos viendo ya en la inteligencia artificial. Definitivamente hay personas que lo ven como como el principio de un mundo distopiano, ¿verdad? Que está, que, que como dijiste, apocalíptico. 
Eh, yo al revés, eh, yo soy muy optimista al respecto de, lo, de las cosas que nos va a traer la inteligencia artificial. Eh, vi una charla de un radiólogo en donde él fue extremadamente honesto, él es un radiólogo especializado en mamografía y, y nos admitió allí, nos enseñó dónde y cómo el sistema de, artificial, de inteligencia artificial le aconsejó a él ciertas cosas que resultó en que él cambiara su opinión del caso en cuatro eh, circunstancias específicas, que fue las que nos compartió, donde él hubiese recomendado un seguimiento al año y sin embargo, eh, usando la, el algoritmo de, de la inteligencia artificial y, y dejando que, dejarse, dejándose llevar por, por lo que la inteligencia artificial le estaba diciendo, eh, resultó ser que tom se tomó acción inmediata en, en unos hallazgos que resultaron ser cancerosos y él los hubiese eh, perdido, ¿verdad? No, no los hubiese atacado tan agresivamente, sino que hubiese esperado tal vez un año para hacerlo y, y por, posiblemente podía ser una situación mucho más seria y el, y el algoritmo de inteligencia artificial le, le evitó eso. ¿Por qué? Por lo que exactamente por lo que describe, porque eh, la inteligencia artificial puede ver un millón de casos y mantenerlos todos en su base de datos, mientras que nosotros como humanos podemos ver el mismo millón de casos no, y tener una, una habilidad increíble, pero en el momento probablemente hacemos referencia a solamente mil de ellos, porque es lo que nuestro cerebro realmente nos permite, y la computadora no tiene ese límite. Eh, ah, así, okay. así que pensar que, que esta tecnología puede usarse para mal, bueno, tal vez, pero no creo. O sea, para mí estas son tecnologías que se van a usar para bien, y el ejemplo que me gusta usar, que lo he usado en otros podcasts, es la inteligencia, vivimos todos los días con inteligencia artificial, y el mejor ejemplo de ella es, antes usábamos mapas para llegar a los sitios en papel y nosotros mismos calculábamos las distancias usando, usando nuestra vista y, y algún, tal vez hasta una regla para lograrlo pensando que esa era la mejor ruta. Ahora lo pones en el teléfono, le das, ella te da tres o cuatro rutas y tú escoges la que mejor este, te, su, te, te sirva y en adición a eso, mientras vas en la ruta, ella te va actualizando y hasta te cambia de ruta dependiendo en el tráfico o los accidentes o cosas que estén pasando. Y si no internalizamos que eso es inteligencia artificial, pues no sé lo que estamos internalizando. Y todos los días, exacto, y todos los días la, eh, aceptamos eso, ¿ok? Sin ningún tipo de problema, porque en realidad es súper beneficioso. Es súper beneficioso, nos permite entonces concentrar nuestros esfuerzos en otras cosas, ¿ok? Y, en, y maximizar las eficiencias que tenemos que, que estos sistemas no, nos proveen. Así que el, el futuro para mí es súper brillante y estoy extremadamente entusiasmado. Y lo que vi en el RSNA realmente, lo hablaremos en, en futuros podcasts, pero realmente eh, presenta una, una gran oportunidad para el campo de la salud. Excelente. Así es. La inteligencia artificial llegó para quedarse y seguirse innovando. Gracias Rubén por compartir todo lo vivido en el RSNA con nosotros. Eh, siempre es un placer tenerlos con nosotros en el podcast eso fue todo por hoy eh, gracias a nuestros escuchas <ríe> por estar aquí presente y nos vemos en un próximo episodio nos vemos, saludos a todos, nos vemos pronto bye <música>